welcome back to Nitty Gritty Sports Talk Show. I'm your host tonight, Keith PJ. I got my good brother Keys with me. What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling out there? Nick, what's going on? Fuck Jameson. <laughs> that part. And you know we're going to hold it down for the good brother Scum. Where did we start, fellas? Where did we start? The Ravens, once again, give up a fourth quarter lead to none other than the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> As they go into Jacksonville yesterday and lose 28-27 to to Trevin now. Tell me what happened, Nick. What happened? I can tell you what didn't happen. We didn't close. You know, um, I thought that was, I mean, listen. All week we're talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars being a challenging opponent, despite their record. Um, we like the things they're they're building down there. You know the offensive pieces, uh, some of the pieces on defense, the coaching staff. You know it seems like they um, are uh, erasing the stench left behind from uh, Urban Meyer. But even saying that, we're the Baltimore Ravens. We come in there leading our division. We come in there with Super Bowl aspirations. Really no excuses to allow what happened to happen, you know. So on offense, you know, mirrored by drop passes, uh, mirrored by penalties. Uh, we weren't uh, turnovers. I mean, you know, the Gus Edwards turnover. I love Gus, but that was a backbreaker because that was the drive where you put your stamp on the game and increase the lead and chew time away. Yep. Uh, we weren't able to do that because we fumbled on the first carry. In their, you know, in their uh, territory. So it was, it was bad look all around. And then on defense, I mean, I thought the defense played good for the most game. But then, you know, come the fourth quarter, some of our old demons kind of reappeared. Um, we thought we had kind of turned the the page on those collapses, those fourth quarter collapses, especially with Roquan and some of the injured players coming back. But obviously not. Obviously not. Trevor Lawrence went down the field, 75 yards, no timeouts, less than two minutes on the clock. And got a two-point conversion. So that's that's the micro that's that that sums up our season. Keys. Yeah, I mean I I hundred percent agree with Nick. Um I'm not gonna use skull not here, but I'm not gonna use any Tomlin shit or skull shit talking about that the defense played ideally. Skullism. So, <laughs> yeah, scoreism saying the defense played the defense didn't play ideal is what he said actually last week. Um but no, I'm not gonna we could, we could sit here, we could sit here, and we could talk about the offense. We could talk about you know the red zone offense. We can talk about the screen pass to Ricard. We could talk about the penalties, like Nick said. We could talk about the drop passes. I don't give a fuck about none of that, because <laughs> at the end of the day, you had a twenty-seven twenty lead with a minute and some change left, and you let them go down the field and score. It's no way that it's no way if this if this offense this Ravens offense gets you twenty-seven points. And this defense that we've been talking about last week, we got Rokon Smith. How I'm, how I feel about it, all of them, all them niggas are bums until they, until further notice. Because it's ridiculous. Like, because not only did you know we got sit coming and talk about, not only did we got not only do we got come in and talk about the Ravens loss, they lost him about twenty five hundred dollars yesterday. <coughs> talk Simple, about it. Off, just just off if, if the Ravens win twenty seven twenty, I got a three thousand dollars more on bank account today. We up. Like yeah. <laughs> so. It's, it's more than, it's, it's deeper than rap believe that so you know like but i mean to get you know we we like i said we can talk about the offense all we want to we can talk we can we can do and the reason i'm not gonna talk about it because we didn't debate it for the whole season we know what the offense is we know what the limitations is we know they have no weapons but the strength of this team coming into this year was supposed to be the defense the reason the ravens got four losses this year is because of the defense i mean maybe three you can see the giants game whatever lamar threw the bad interception so maybe three and a half games whatever but you look at his team, man, and it, it pisses you off because we we fans, we love the Ravens, but this team ain't winning no Super Bowl. Ain't no way you 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 lose you losing a 27-20 game to to Trevor Lawrence. Without without this best player. ATM didn't even play the whole game. Uh-oh. So you yeah, it, it's you know, it, it's, we got killed yeah, by it's ridiculous that the it's a ridiculous that every time the Ravens lose, we gotta come in and say they lost the same exact way. And I'm tired of it. Like I'm tired of the Wonder Boy McDonald. Even at the end of the half, this defense was soft. So it's so, why are you playing? What type of defense are you playing in the fourth quarter with that game on the line? Like keep your same defense. A one score game. You should be. If it's a one score game, you should be playing the same defense. You should play the whole game. Mm-hmm. But 
I mean that I I, I don't get it. And you know, is you luckily you got the Broncos coming next week. Because if you was if you coming off a loss like that, you gotta go to Pittsburgh. Shit can get scary. So I mean, I I, I mean it, the only thing and we talk about this all year. The only thing is is it may be fixable. That's the only thing. It may be fixable. And the crazy part about it is Nick, how we came into this season. Talking and how the first couple weeks were talking about Kyle Hamilton. The Ravens lost a game yesterday because Kyle Hamilton ain't play. If Kyle Hamilton plays, the Ravens win that game by two touchdowns. Brandon Stevens, what are you doing? Yeah, trash. That's what I'm saying. He wouldn't even be on the field. He wouldn't be on the field. That one, <laughs> that one pick hit Geno Stone in his chest. <laughs> it's like it's like where's your awareness? But for me, let's I'm gonna just take it to the fourth quarter. Um, and our four losses this year in the fourth quarter, we've allowed 63 points and 539 yards. Jesus, that's just not championship football. Flat out. It's not going to cut it. Um, Odolfi Owe, what happened to you? Um, how JPP out snapping you? Somebody we give, didn't give even... Give him a drop, Keith. Somebody, we, drop, didn't, somebody, didn't, somebody we didn't even want in the... What happened to that boy? <laughs> somebody we didn't even want in the offseason, and now all of a sudden he's playing 11 more plays than our first-round draft pick last year. Don't make no sense. That's also a, a bad look on ADC, but we already know what that is. But that last drive yesterday, Marlowe got hurt. All of a sudden, you see Christian Kirk start going off. So Marlo's a big Marlo been having a hell of a season. Quiet as kept. Um, I know we rag on him a lot and we joke about him, but he's having a hell of a season. And you see, when he's not on that field, that that defensive backfield is it's it's borderline trash. And without Kyle Hamilton, without Marcus Williams, like it's it's no safety net back there right now. And so you saw with him off the field. I mean, they just picked on Marcus Peters and Brandon Stevens the whole way down the field. My issue with the defense, though, is third and 19. Why do you give up a 15-yard pass down the middle of the scene and put them in fourth and four? Mm. Like, that's just bad football, Ravens. Bad situational football. And it's, and, and it's not championship football. And the more we continue to play soft at the end of the half and give up three points here, seven points here, that, it comes back to bite you in your butt. And so... Just a bad all-around loss yesterday in every aspect of the game. Like like we say, Denver coming to town, but can we even be excited about that? Like, we still got to go out and execute, and that's just something that I haven't seen us do in a very long time. Like, we in the red zone, what, five times yesterday, and we got, what, two to three field goals to show for it? It's, it's, it, 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 it's just not going to work. Are, are we ever going to play a complete game of football? Because through, Waiting uh, on what is it, 12 weeks, I have not seen one complete game. Either the offense is going crazy and it and has to pick up the defense, or the defense is going crazy has to pick up the offense. I have not seen the offense be complementary to the defense, the defense be complementary to the offense, and special teams bringing it all together. And that's a championship team, and I have not seen that. Yeah, it's it's, it's coach. I mean, like, how many times can we come in here on a Monday and discuss losing the same way? I want to bring this up again. How many football games did y'all watch yesterday? Y'all watched Red Zone yesterday, right? Yeah. Did you see any other teams that struggle with the play clock? <laughs> like, is it any time other is it any other teams that's consistently snapping the ball borderline with no time on the play clock? Like, is it any other teams breaking the huddle with ten seconds left on the play clock? Like, how can you even give Lamar a chance to even read what he's seeing? Do they want to give him a chance to read what he's saying, or do they want to follow a script? Yeah, he's spending half the play, half the play clock looking at the wristband. And uh, what does John Bar- John Harbaugh have to say about um, the pacing and timing issues? He says, "quote It's on us, yo, fam. No shit. How many yeah. how many weeks you gonna say this? Like I say, all that hoorah stuff is cute, but when you losing, that's not a good enough answer. Like when you winning, it's cute, it works. But when you losing football games the same exact way." That we tired of hearing that BS, John Harbaugh. Like, cue the violins. The Ravens are twenty fourth in the NFL in touchdown conversion rate, and uh, John Harbaugh had the nerve to say also that um, mid game at halftime, Greg Roman uh, acknowledged that he needed to get the plays in faster. Like, yo, this is not a game issue. This is years worth of an issue with Greg Roman, and the, my issue also is lack of accountability. Why can somebody just come and say? At halftime, yo, I'm not getting the plays in fast enough. Yo, you just realizing that? It, yeah. it took you 12 weeks and, and five, what, four yeah. or five seasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, man, it's just... <sighs> this shit is frustrating, bro. Like, it's it's really frustrating. And 
four, four losses that all were fourth quarter collapses. Like, do we understand we could be the number one overall seed in the NFL right now? Like, we are not that far away. And for all the things that we talk about with this team as far as issues and flaws, we are fourth quarter, four fourth quarters away from being the team that we want to be. Yeah. Why can't we get there? Why can't we get over the hump? Coaching. Coaching. <laughs> Simple. Coaching. I mean, that's all. That's what it comes down to. And you keep, keep hit, it, hit it right in the Situational football. The Ravens, if you can't be a good situational football team, you can't win in the playoffs. And that's like... We can't. You, you saw what happened with with the Chiefs last year in the playoffs against the Bengals when they didn't score against that. They end up losing the game. You got to you know you got to be better in situational. You can't give up points before the end of the half, and you got to be able to defend up seven. You got to be able to defend up seven with a minute left, and they got to go the whole field. I don't care who it is. You you got to be able to defend that. Um, and I, I think it's culture. I think it comes back to not putting your players in the best position. Like if you you mind you the third and nineteen that they had. You got three timeouts. Why not take a timeout and get your defense set? Why is Brandon uh-huh. Stevens lined up one on one? Like everybody, everybody watching TV can see where that ball was going. So why is he lined up one on? Why is your worst corner out there lined up one on one? Out there with a two point with the game on the line. And who's Jamal Agnew? Who's who's your Michael Hasty? Yeah, exactly. Who are, these who, guys? Are, who are these people? Like, why is your number one pick? And always not in the game, not in the game on on fourth and goal. I mean on on a two point conversion. Yo, then why is not in the game? They tipped the play with moving them in motion right there. Like you know, you know that's what. Yeah, the ball that's what I'm was. saying. You, you that's what I'm saying. Play. You knew where the ball was going. The ball, you knew where the ball was going. When when he came back in motion like that, you knew exactly where the ball was going. But Brandon Stevens is Brandon Stevens. You got Marl Humphrey out there. That play is defended. That's not. That's, they they don't complete that. But I mean, it, it it comes down to putting your players in the best position. We said, and it's crazy. Like we've literally had the same conversation at the four Ravens. It ain't nothing different than what we had before. Than we talked about before. Ain't nothing different. That's the problem. That's sad. It's sad that we can right. diagnose this stuff week after week after week, and the people that get paid to sit in the film room and get paid to sit in meetings and go over this stuff and improve and fix issues, they don't do that. Again, where's the accountability? At a, at a certain point, we can sit there and nitpick Lamar's overthrows, nitpick Lamar's usage of Twitter, just you know, just nitpick everything. Nitpick his braids, his dialect, the way he talks. We can nitpick Greg Roman's bum ass. We can nitpick the defensive genius not being a defensive genius. We can nitpick EDC not being able to draft, right? Because we can look at these drafts and say, hmm, it's a whole lot of mid, whole lot of mid shit up in here. We can nitpick Steve Bishotti not being a, a great owner. We have Lamar in the last year of his contract unsigned. Howie Roseman is already talking to Jalen Hurts. I'm trying to get him signed before he wins his MVP or before he he he, he stunts on these hopes. You know what I mean? Like trying to get him kind of like Adley Rushman. You know he's a stud. Sign him. We can nitpick all these entities. But when it comes to the front office, when it comes to coaching, I don't hear none of that. No, because people be acting like certain people untouchable, and that's that's not the that's not the recipe for a winning franchise. It's got to be some sort of accountability, and uncomfortable is a good thing. And right now, too many people comfortable in the in the Ravens front office and in the Ravens coaching staff, and that's just not a good recipe to win. Where do we go from here, fellas? Because I mean, we are eight and four. There is a lot of season ahead of us, but how, I mean, I I can't. It's, I try to be positive, but goddamn, they hard. don't let me. It's hard. It's very hard. Because, I mean, how many times can you just sit here and watch a league get squandered, man? Like, it's it's like your girl cheated on you. You go back to her. She cheat on you again. Like, all right. Like, like what I'm supposed to do now, baby? Like, I love you, but it's a, it's a little worn now. Like, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hit it right in the nose, though. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, like, that's the perfect analogy, yo. But yeah, time after like, time. We, like, at this point, we fucking scoring levels out this motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. It's getting a little bit ridiculous. It's getting a little ridiculous that we got to keep saying the same thing. Like, is, is it, and the thing about it is, it, it, I, you know, we keep watching, we watch the games go. Nick, at the, I wasn't like mad after the game. I was only mad because my ticket didn't hit. But I, it's what I'm used to about the Ravens. It's yeah. what I'm used. To, it's, it's, it's it is what it was. Like it wasn't like we oh, wanna, I'm so upset. 
when we went up, uh, I think my line I had was three and a half, so I had to win by four. When we went up with that touchdown, boy, you couldn't tell me shit about Lamar. Man, what? That's two. <laughs> you couldn't man, tell me that, shit. After that pass to D-Jack, I said, oh, we, oh, we, we buddy time now, man. Come on. <laughs> shit, once the commanders got that pick on Mariota late, I said, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going up. Because, <laughs> I mean, that was the only thing that was holding us back. I'm like, we up seven. This defense has looked better. Like, maybe we're we going to finish this game. And all behold is Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. Just mm. add them to the list of Raven killers. Yeah, man. Christian Kirk, right? Yo, did y'all think that uh, Zay Jones touchdown? What did y'all feel about the call of that being inbounds? I know the shin was a thing, but it seemed like he was already out of bounds. Yeah. That was- yeah, I, I think it was out of bounds, too. I just think whatever they called him, the fitter is going to keep. Because they the right call was that he was definitely out of bounds. But they, they were not switching to overturn it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, too hard to overturn at that point. Uh, last thing, thoughts on Mark Andrews. I'll quote. Oh, you already know my thoughts unquote, on the ball. All pro tight end, and just the the drops, the the fumble yesterday. Thank goodness somebody was out of bounds, bailed him out. But this is supposed to be a security blanket, and he dropping wide open tutties. Yeah. So my issues with the. Kelsey comparisons are Kelsey has proven himself to be consistent since he stepped foot in this league. And when I say consistent, I'm talking about sure hands. I'm talking about regardless of the coverage, he's getting open um, and showing up big in big moments. Now, Mark Andrews, he's a talented um, player. He's one of the best at his position. But when we talk about being a model of consistency in, in the biggest moments, I don't see that, and then and the, and the problem with that is the, this team is built for him to be consistent. Like he he cannot fail. We have nothing else. He has to be perfect, and when I say perfect, close to it as possible. You can't be driving wide open touchdowns. Yeah, can't. You can't. And that and that was a big momentum play too. I know we scored the next play with Gus, but you know some of those times, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta see something work. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the passing game. Yeah, you just need to see it go through the hoop one time, man. It's like getting yep. a free throw. Yep. What about what about the emergence of Josh Oliver? I'm liking him. I hey, I like but but again, <laughs> goes back to EDC. Like when Batman shows up to the crime scene, he just he doesn't just hit you with the little back slingshot, right? Yeah. He got hella weapons. Yeah. Like we have one type of weapon on this team and that's the tight end. I'm curious, like, if we're down 10 points with 3 minutes and 30 seconds left and we have to score quick and we have the ball, let's say, at the, at our 35 and we have to get down the field quickly, how do we do that with 17 tight ends yeah. and nobody outside? Nobody to stretch the field and he's one receiver sets. And Deshaun Jackson, he stretched the field and he had to come out to play for the rest. He had to come out the game <laughs> for the rest. He felt that. And he was like, oh, my hammy, sir. Uh-uh. I can't do that again. DJ said too much hooky, my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> that boy was hurting. Yeah, I done gave y'all my play, my annual play. Now leave me alone. Early in the week, though, but what adjustments can these Ravens make as they head to this week's game against the Broncos? For me, I just want to keep – I want to see them keep running the football, man. Like, stick to what we good at. I hate when we get in this red zone and consistently throw the ball on first down. Like, get some plus yardage. Yeah. Adjustments. Um, we can fire Giro. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> that I think that the thing that I'm upset about, um, you see Lamar after post game, right? Like, after the games at the press conference, like, his body language is horrible. Yeah. And I'm not mad at him for it. Like, he's a competitor, yo. Don't nobody like losing like it's that. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, nobody likes losing the same way. Like, give me some imagination. Like, I, I, I would like to lose in a different way. Don't, don't, don't fourth quarter collapse me every time. Exactly. Especially when you know I'm giving my body up. If you, I don't know if you guys noticed, he was running physically that last drive, like putting his head down, putting his shoulder into people. Yeah. Like he was he's fighting for them first down. Yeah. Yes, yes, and um, that just shows how bad he wanted to win. And then obviously we couldn't do it. I mean, the biggest adjustment is. Red zone offense, like he said. Defense. I mean, goodness, where do we start, yo? It's a total team collapse, yo. Yeah, you ain't lying about that. <sighs> so let's go to our AFC North foes. The Cincinnati Bengals went into Tennessee yesterday and defeated the Titans 20-16. to Behind Joe Burrow's 270 yards and one tutty, T. Higgins led all receivers with seven receptions for a buck 14. Derrick Henry. My anytime TDs. He, yeah, he, yeah. 
Did he get did he get in there or he played around at I know he fumbled at the three. He fumbled at the three and Traylon Burke recovered it. He didn't get in yesterday. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that that lost me a week in fantasy too. Yeah, that's that's a big play. Because I lost by like three points. But now the Bengals now tied with us from a record standpoint, seven and four. Yeah, I mean they're a scary team. And you gotta think about it like this. They 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 you know, they did what they had to do uh against the Steelers. They go on a road and beat Tennessee. That's not that's not easy. No matter what who their quarterback is, that's not easy. And they gonna get Jamal Chase back. And Burrow, as much as we hate Joe Burrow, especially as much as Scott hate Joe Burrow, he he's playing top ten, top five quarterbacking right now. And that defense well, without solid. his best without Without his best weapon there, he has he he hasn't missed a beat. So you know, they a scary team. And guess what? Guess what? Baltimore got to do. You still got to go to Cincinnati, by the way, which could be for the division, by the way, because you want to drop games to Jacksonville and Giants, and shit like that. Isn't this so, deja vu, Keys? Remember last year? It is. That's, it, it came yeah, down to losing to the to the teams we shouldn't have lost to. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll say it right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens missed the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, just the simple fact of the matter is you can't keep losing games like this. Like, you Boy, should I'm be happy able to be... on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should... He, I he couldn't have been turned up because he don't know what the hell going to happen tonight. So, <laughs> he don't know what the hell going to happen tonight. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know. But I, I just know that if we talk about Cincinnati, you, I mean, it's, to me, it's not, oh, they Cincinnati. It's, to me, it's like, oh, they, they, they dangerous as shit. Like, Mike Hilton is a player. Jesse Bates is a player. They got some players on that defense, and then we and then you, when you can run, they 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 gonna be able to run the ball, and they gonna be able to throw the ball, you know. So it's gonna be they gonna be hard to beat, man, and they gonna be hard to beat. So and and, we'll see. and we'll, we I mean, like I said, we got Sam again, and they they got they, and the Bengals schedule is is tough. So I I do. You know, I think they got a hard yeah. game this week. Right? They, they played the Chiefs, Chiefs, so they yeah. play somebody. They this play week. the Chiefs this week. Yeah, so they, 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 yeah so they, they, their schedule is. You know, a little bit tougher than ours, but we'll see. I, I think they're a good team because we all picked Tennessee and they went down there and and, and pretty much won a, won a Tennessee type of game. They, you know, controlled the clock and it was, wasn't was a high-scoring game. My they was able to do what they had to do to get out there with a W. The thing, the thing I do like about Cincinnati is you'll see them have bad weeks and then you'll see the next week they'll have a different game plan. They'll attack the game a little bit differently and they'll show that they can make adjustments. That's that's the one thing because I mean they can get got any week. They're not that good of, they're not that great of a team, I should say. But they're a smart team, mm-hmm. so that that counts for something. Shit, that go a long way. Yeah, they go a long way. Uh, back to the Cleveland Browns. They defeated Tom and the Buccaneers twenty three to seventeen. Jacoby Brissett in his last stint after he had 210 yards for one TD and one interception. Nick Chubb, 26 carries for 116 yards. My question, are the Buccaneers done? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, bro. They, they they damn sure ain't showing a whole bunch of life right now. This don't look good. <laughs> like, this look like Todd Bowles' team in New York, respectfully. Like, <laughs> this don't look good. <laughs> Oh man, I mean, listen. Um, they were up seventeen to ten, right? Yeah. So going into the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter, again, that's a defense. Regardless of injuries, that's a defense you you expect to hold Jacoby Brissett right where he is. Mm-hmm. And then in all, and then on the offense, I don't, I don't, I don't understand why they couldn't get the ball to Mike Evans. That was a challenge all game long. It seemed like him and Tom Brady just aren't on the same page. Um. It, it, I mean, that whole NFC South record-wise is trash. So they, the scary part is they still have an opportunity, but I don't know, man. They done as far as contending, 100%. Yeah, they just they just not looking like a good football team right now. And it's – thank God they're in the South, like you said, man. Not much to say there. Uh, the Jets defeated the Bears 31-10 to without the help of Zach Wilson. Uh, Mike White led the Jets in this game with 315 passing yards and three TDs. I don't know about y'all, but the Jets are like a way different team with Mike White back there, man. <laughs> a way yeah, ask, Eric, ask Elijah Moore. Yeah. <laughs> My Definitely. man, I never seen him that happy. I heard, a, I heard a stat this morning that the Jets have four, they have four, what was it, three T 
TD plus game since Zach Wilson was drafted. <laughs> he ain't a part of zero any of, of those are Zach Wilsons. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them are Mike White's. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was, I think we talked about like he might not be getting his job back. Like I know they might. I know they said his career not over, whatever, whatever. But um, um, even when Mike White played last year, Mike White was decent. Mike White he was could, okay. Decent. He could turn Josh Rosen real quick. Cause Josh <laughs> Rosen, Josh Rosen was arrogant too. My thing about arrogance is I love arrogance, but you gotta back it up. Yeah, you can't be arrogant and suck. Yeah, the Jets. <clears throat> excuse me, the Jets. Uh, it was another stat I heard that. Seven. They score at least seventeen points offensively. They undefeated this year. All four of their losses, they they haven't scored over seventeen points. And that's just a telling tale to how great that defense is, man. At Shout every out level, to coach. Yeah, and and Robert Sala. A lot of people might have questioned him when he got that just job and was curious what a defensive coach was going to do with a team that needed some sort of offense, but. He's been able to put it together, and when they play complimentary football, the Jets one of the better teams right now in the AFC. Like they, they gonna be a tough out. Yeah, I don't think anybody wants to see that. I don't think anybody that's wants to see that. That's not a team you want to see in January. Gary Wilson, Gary Wilson isn't for play play. Ooh, that boy, nice. Ohio State slowly becoming wide receiver. You again, like they, <laughs> they got some dogs between Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. I mean, you got Marvin Harrison Jr. there right now. <laughs> They got they, they got everybody down there, man. So they uh the Jets look good. Big win for them. They started off slow, but they got it done. Um in Carolina, the Panthers defeated the Broncos twenty three to ten. Mr. Unlimited, 142 yards for one T D. He also was cussed out by a defensive <laughs> lineman. <laughs> like I said earlier, the hoorah shit is cute, but when you're not winning games, niggas not putting up with that, man. Like, you think people putting chains on Kurt after a loss? Like they don't come on, man. Like, nobody wants to see that or hear none of that. Shut the let's ride up, all the hoorah stuff up. Like, it's just, it's not going to work. But they look like a good team. I mean, Sam Darnold got him a win better than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, losing losing to Carolina. I mean, I know we played Carolina and we looked horrible when playing them, but at least we ain't lose. Yeah. Like, Russell Wilson losing to Carolina, that's unacceptable, bro. When you make, Like, he got his contract. For, for whatever you want to say about Lamar, he don't got his contract. They paid uh, uh, Russell, and um, you know, for the team to show that outward frustration publicly, um, it shows that they don't have much belief in him, and that is a problem when you have a franchise that's uh, committed two hundred fifty million to to a quarterback for what four or five years. Yeah, definitely. Through twelve weeks, they don't trust him no more. How are you how are you gonna fix that? Okay, I think I said it on the show previously. Like I'm. The more and more I watch the Broncos play, I'm starting to believe what um, what coach um, what was the coach of Miami, who's in Pittsburgh now, uh, Flores. Yeah, I'm starting to believe what Flores said about Elway. He came to the came to the meeting a little licked up because <laughs> how how is you this Hall of Fame quarterback and you can't seem to find a quarterback outside of Peyton Manning on his last leg to make your team a relevant football team? I mean Brock Osweiler, Drew Locke. Um, who else did they have? I mean, you got Russell Wilson now. They had another quarterback in there, but this has been a team that's historically, like, the last five to six, they've just been wasting a, a good defense, and you see them get rid of Bradley Chubb, but now, I mean, a defense on the field more than half of the game. Like, it's just, it's not a recipe for winning football games. At all, man. Not a recipe for winning yeah, football I agree. games. The Dolphins defeat the Texans 30-15 to 15 yesterday. To attack of a lower 299 yards for a touchdown. Jalen Waddle led receivers with five receptions for 85 yards. Tyreek Hill also had 85 yards. Um, easy win for the Dolphins. You know, Ruby, you know what the Dolphins do? They win the games they supposed to goddamn win. That's that's all that matter. Like a team like the Jaguars, the team like the te- even though the Texans, you you're supposed to beat them teams by two touchdowns if you if you got Super Bowl and playoff aspirations. It should you shouldn't be joking around with these teams. And that's what I see, and that's the I think it's a lot of to do with the Dolphin coaching. Like they, you know, we you know we talk about the Dolphins a lot. I don't, we'll we'll see how for certain because they you know with their schedule they probably will make the playoffs, but they don't you know they they got that coach last night. They play loose, you know they they make mistakes, but it ain't like it's the end of the world. And I I think I like the Dolphins. I I, I do I like the Dolphins. I just don't know if if Tua can get it done when it when it matters. Yeah, me too. Um. 
I like the coaching and the skill talent they have. Um, I don't like how they blew them out that bad because I had two in fantasy and I had two on my slips. I needed two touchdowns from them. They was playing mm-hmm. around with me yesterday. Yep. But, um, you know, the, I, I agree with what Keith says. I mean, championship teams, they don't play with their food. And, uh, you know, that's what they're doing right now. They're beating the teams. They're annihilating the teams they're supposed to annihilate. And that's in the tribute, like y'all said, the coaching. Um, six games left in the season for the Dolphins. They finish at the 49ers this week. Great game. At the Chargers the following week. At the Bills the week after. Oh, so, so they, they can lose the next three. They, they got a tough next stretch. Three. Then they got Green Bay at home. They go to New England. Then they have the Jets at home. So a tough yeah, schedule they, to end the uh, season. God damn. Yeah, very brutal. Never mind. I take what I said about them seeing the playoffs. They might go that that can easily go one and five with that damn schedule. <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. In Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury. I mean, he got to be counting his days. The Cardinals are defeated by the Chargers, twenty-five to twenty-four. Justin Herbert, two hundred seventy-four yards for three tugs. Kyler Murray, one hundred ninety-one yards, two touchdowns and an interception. I mean, Carol, Arizona, one of them teams too. How can they keep losing the same way? Only difference is they yeah, not that, eight and four. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's. Uh, that, I mean, to lose that way like that, um, it's it's Cliff. It got to be Cliff, man. It got to be Cliff. But like, even a play calling when he had the ball up up seven was 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 terrible. They couldn't get a first down. Yeah, it, it was terrible. I feel, I feel like if you're offensive genius, you should be able to do something to get your team a first down. Like it, it, it take it. You should be able to scheme up something where somebody running a six yard out and can and can break a tackle or or somebody wide open for a five yard where they can get another five yards yards after catch. I feel like you should be able to do that. And it, it you know, is it's is we got NFL coaches and NFL offensive coordinators that can do that. And we see people that cannot do it on a weekly basis, and we still don't know why they employ it. But it, it's ridiculous the play calling that goes on. Arizona is not you get they got too many weapons to you know to be losing games like the, the way they lose them. Shout out to to Justin Herbert because it was not looking pretty in that fourth quarter. Um, uh, I thought it was he, over. I thought it was over, and he had a couple interceptions called back from called back by penalty, which was a saving grace for that team. But you know, shout out to him because when they gave him the ball, um, him and Austin Eckler went to work. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Austin Eckler too. He don't get enough. We don't talk. People don't talk about him enough. Yeah, he uh he uh pass rushing. He do it all, man. Mm-hmm. Do he even got a backup? Nah, <laughs> I feel like he on the field. He wide receiver one, yeah. RB one. I had everybody. to see his play percentage, but it seemed like he always on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, staying out west, the Raiders make it two in a row, going into Seattle and getting a big win, defeating them forty to thirty four in overtime. Geno Smith led all passes with 328 yards and two touchdowns. That's two in a row for the fighting McDaniels. <laughs> That's craziness, man. Um, Gino, I, I was about to say, Gino looked like he was about to regress, but then he got he got a hold of himself. He, he composed himself, and he finished the game and had some good stats. I mean, the, just their defense was literally trash. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't get how. Um, I do get how uh, Josh Jacobs can do shit like that. But Derek Carr going up and down the field, no sir, unacceptable. Josh Jacobs different. <laughs> he man had two hundred thirty yards yesterday. <laughs> Josh Jacobs is a different breed. And he had seventy four yards receiving. Like that's a different type bag. And that's a guy they barely even wanted at the beginning of the season. Like he's yeah, he's a, he's a he's free not, agent. Yeah, I'm about to say he's not even signed for next season. Like, he got himself a bag. Yeah, that's called betting on yourself and winning. That's a nice parlay right there, Josh Jacobs. I like I'm, that. I'm, I'm getting mine together right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to, too. I'm not really going to talk about the Chiefs and the Rams game. 49ers Saints. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, as far as the Rams, though, we was talking about um, the we was talking about Lakers having some phantom, phantom injuries. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. Allen Robinson, uh, Stafford. They, look, they looking like us last year. Yo, fam, everybody hurt now. Yeah. Donald got a, a quote-unquote high ankle sprain. Yeah, they looking like us last year. Like, it's... <laughs> I feel them, though. <laughs> and then the thing, they don't even have a picks. Like, so you just... You just losing with no hope at the at the end of the tunnel. Like, John, they might be out of there this year, too. I told y'all niggas I ain't want to come back. <laughs> Not for this. Yeah, Definitely. This, is, this is bullshit. <laughs> 
Uh, man, the last game of the night, Sunday night football. Fly, Eagles, fly. On a road to victory. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> the Eagles cover our six and a half point spread to finish the night. I'll parlay cash it as they defeat the Packers 40 to 33. Thank you, Mason Crosby, for that mixed extra point. <laughs> yeah, that shit was so clutch, Did y'all have a spread? A like a we had them six and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah, six and a half. Like, Yo, when they kicked that field goal, I was like, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I, yo, I swear to God, I would never talk shit about LaFleur ever. Again, yo, I said, yo, these niggas really went for three. I said, yo, this is crazy. It's the right so play like, three times out. You, you, like, you, like, you still like, it's, come on now. No, usually, usually it's the opposite side where they scoring a touchdown when they when they should have kicked the field goal. We don't never, we don't never would parlay because the coach made the right decision and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oh, the speaker of the game, Jalen Hurts, seventeen carries, one hundred fifty-seven yards. Miles Sanders, twenty-one carries for one hundred forty-three yards. Overall, they rushed for three hundred sixty-three yards. The Packers just couldn't stop them on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I will say this. Um, as far as a silver lining for the Packers, they found them. They found themselves one. That boy Christian Watson. Yeah, I, I think oh, yeah, they knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think yeah. now he knows who he is. Remember yeah. early in the season, uh, Aaron Rodgers tried him through a deep pass, and it was a touchdown. And he dropped it. I, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Now he's playing with confidence. Now he's playing like yo. I expect to make that play, and I expect to make plays for my team. Watch out. Yeah, I'm about to say when Love came in the game, they seemed to have some sort of chemistry. I don't yeah. know if it's because the Eagles was playing a little soft late, but they seemed to just pick up and go. And I was, I was when Jordan Love came in, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm like, oh, yeah, we cashing this motherfucker. But then he go down the field in like three, four plays, and I'm like, oh, snap. I'm in bed trying to be a good husband. I'm about to get up and start walking around the house. <laughs> the nerves start kicking in. <laughs> yeah, man, that's how that shit be. It'd be getting too real. But, no, a good one for the Eagles. Um, at this point, you know, Aaron Rodgers may be out. Do you do you even play him anymore this year? I mean, he says that mathematically, uh, mathematically still in it. He wants to be out there. But is it time to maybe just give Jordan Love a look with the with a 4-8 and eight record? Do they have a first-round pick? They, is, they, I don't think question. they traded. I don't think they traded it. I know they got the Raiders. They should have the Raiders. I, I say, listen, if 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 you have, if you own your pick, Aaron Rodgers is hurt, and you want to get an evaluation on Jordan Love, like a real evaluation, because you drafted him in the first round, you pay, you paying him first round money. You gotta figure out if he can assume the the ranks one day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, maybe you need to trade him for something. So. This is as good as time as ever to to see what you got. Yeah, so to answer your question, they... Well, wait. Was that this year? Hold on. They should... I mean, I don't remember them trading for it. It's not they went out and traded for a wide receiver to replace Devontae. They should have it. Yeah, they got that first. Yeah. Because they got Devontae this year. They got the first round this year for Devontae. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got their first. They got all their picks next year, one through seven. Yeah, man. They got a, you know... They got to just evaluate. This is all about talent evaluation at this point. Yeah, man. I had this I had this bet yesterday. Uh, one touchdown in every one o'clock game. One passing touchdown. And, of mm. course, I missed it by Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> that Derrick Henry fumble. One dollar would have won me a buck 30. But that's a good bet. Yeah, it was like plus 30. It was, it was crazy odds. But, I mean, it's a passing league, so I'm like, why not? And you just needed one. Yeah, they it just had to be one passing touchdown by each by each uh, team. Dang, Travis Travis Simeon got you one, and not and not Tanny. Who Travis Simeon was playing for? The I Texans. Um, who who started? Sorry, who who started for the Bears? Oh, it was Simeon, wasn't it? Yeah, he did have one. He That's had one crazy. early. That yeah. shit crazy. That made Montana, me mad. Yeah, that that Derrick Henry <laughs> fun. But I'll be like, Vegas pretty good. Not Simeon. Yeah. But you know we had the three Thursday night. I mean the three Thursday games for Thanksgiving. So what a heavy Sunday workload for Week Twelve. So we are gonna head into the first commercial break. We'll be right back. Nitty gritty. This ad is brought to you by Lavelle Body. Lavelle Body is an all-natural, handmade skin and hair care line for men, women, and children. So if your skin is dry, your hair is damaged, or your beard is having problems connecting, shop Lavelle Body today at LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC on Instagram. Again, 
That's LavelleBody.com or DM LavelleBody LLC. What happened to that boy? Damn, homie. What happened to that boy? In high school, you was the man, homie. The fuck happened to you? Keys, who you got? The Ravens defense, yo. What happened to that boy? Especially Marcus Peters. Yeah. Why are you playing 10 yards off on a... Marcus Peters is facts. And I love Marcus Peters. What happened to that boy? What happened to that boy? But he got to get a double one. He like, yeah, I'm sorry. What happened to that boy? What happened to that That just wasn't going to cut it, bro. Man. What happened to Mark Andrews? What happened to that boy? What happened to that boy? Still holding out hope, Mark, but maybe take less tape off your gloves or something. It's like, golly. It's <laughs> like torn in that stone. They got stone hands with all that tape on this. Bro, that was the... That DeMarcus Rock, yo, bro, it was so many dropped interceptions, bro. Like I was, I was okay with the Oliver one because that was a, it was a tough pass. Yeah, that was a tough play. But he should have, he should, he put his mittens Ke- on. He should have called it. He's made a point though. If you go back and look, he had that other scene wide open too. He picked Ooh, the wrong, uh, Lamar. Yeah, he picked the wrong scene. Yeah, yeah. But even I, still, a, a a tough throw and it, it very Oliver could have caught the ball. Listen, a better player. Yeah, exactly. Makes that play. And that's why so it's important. We gotta to look have at those type plays. We gotta look at. There we go. Yep. There we go. I mean, when you got these AJ Browns, these Tyreek Hills, they they gonna go and make a play for you, whether the ball is hitting you in your chest or down at your feet. Like, I know, I know, Kelsey is an alien, but same situation, same throw. That's not even a question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Last goal is not on here because. If Kelsey goes up, I mean not Kelsey. If if Kittle goes up for that, I'm 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 confident he nabs it. Yeah. And shit, Mark Andrews, that that one he dropped. If Kittle goes up for that shit, mm-hmm. it's no question. Just frustrating, just frustrating. Uh, any NBA news? Uh, keep working, uh, fellas. Like keep keep winning me money. You know what I mean? Um, st- stop winning your money, uh, now nah, I've been I fought with DraftKings, so I'd be trying to get like two or three legs on like three different games. Okay, yeah. And I try to and I try to find games that I can confidently pick a money line. Mm-hmm. I don't like them toss up games. Yeah, they so that's up. what I've been rocking with, and you know, I they've been treating me good. I mean, shit. I got screwed Plays last I, week. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I got screwed last week. A fifteen leg parlay. We missed by Ooh. one. Lori Market and had 13 points, needed 15. And then what we had, Keys, a 22 or 21 legger this weekend? Yeah, it was a 22 legger, 21 out of 22, because Hunter, uh, what's his name? DeAndre Hunter on the Hawks. DeAndre Hunter got, he needed 10 points, he got fucking eight, yo. No. I had one, uh, Devin Booker. I don't know if I, I said this already, but Devin Booker the other night was supposed to just get me two threes, and it was like a, it was on DraftKings, so it was, it was four different legs and had like three different legs attached to all of them, so it was like twelve leg per set. Mm-hmm. Man, all I need is Devin Booker hit two threes, bro. Yo went eight for twenty seven. That's how that should be, man. It should be <laughs> one for seven from three. I'm like, all right, yo, <laughs> you ain't Kobe. <laughs> don't you ever say it again. <laughs> should make you more cuss. What? <laughs> I made me made me put in another bet. I'm like, well, I need some. I need to win my money back. That's 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 the scary shit about gambling. <laughs> that's the scary shit about mobile gambling. <laughs> like you you can't just say, yeah, I'm about to go to Rondo Mills real quick, but you yeah. can roll over and pick that phone up. <laughs> Yo, the live oh, betting yeah. too, bro. <laughs> Dave, my stomach hurt. I'm talking about a bad fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> That is hilarious, bro. Yeah, man. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I don't really have much on the NBA. College football was interesting this weekend, though. A lot of um, good games. A lot of Even great games. In. Even, I mean, you got to tip your hat to John Harbaugh. I mean, Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not his, not his punk-ass brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jim Harbaugh went and won a man's game. I mean, they did it how they were supposed to do it. They went in there and dominated Ohio State in every facet of the football game, and that's what you're supposed to do. Um, came can, out can, slow. Go ahead. 
No, I was, no, you was talking about Michigan, so I had something about Ohio State. Oh, go ahead. What's up? I was just going to say um, I'm not too familiar about C.J. Stroud. I mean, I, I know that he's, you know, one of the higher prospects. Mm-hmm. But one thing that did that did uh, endear me to him is how he handled loss, like how he handled defeat. Like they asked him, um, how, how would you how would you, how would you define your legacy at Ohio State? And he was like, yo, I ain't win the big game. I didn't win the Big Ten, so it is what it is. Like those type of things is going to help him keep his draft stock. Not saying it was going to fall or anything, but like when when executives see that shit and see that he's humble, he's aware, um, and he's he's just that just showed leadership to me. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't make no excuses. He ain't pout. He just took it on the chin. And was like yo, I gotta do better. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know? They, I mean, he should get a kudos for it, but a lot of times, bro, in this area, your players will make mad excuses for themselves or for the, you know what I mean? Zach like, Wilson. he was just gracious in defeat. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah, look, it's right at Zach Facts. Wilson. Is that, you can look right, right at him. That's a great point. Look, yeah, I, I, I didn't see, I didn't hear him say that, but if he said that, that's great. Yeah, that's I didn't hear him either, but that's good. I'm not surprised. He's that type of kid, so. I mean, he's a leader. He said, I wish I could have done more. Yeah. You know, the fans deserve better. Yeah, he's a leader, man, so I'm not surprised by that at all. By him, man. That was a tough loss for them. Tough loss back to back years. First time that Michigan's defeated Ohio State and Ohio State since 2000. So that's a big win. And Jim Harbaugh, they might have been questioning you last year before you beat them. You good at Michigan for life now. Like he's, they're not gonna let him out the building. You didn't beat Ohio State back to back years. You you goaded. You goaded. You saw that who freeze back in football. Yeah, I seen that. Where you going to Wisconsin or one of them schools? Cincinnati, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, that's right. No, he back. He back in SEC. Yeah. So. That's decent for him. Yeah, college basketball was a crazy weekend too with some of these tournaments. But the more we get in the conference play, we can talk about that. North Carolina and Alabama had a crazy game yesterday, though. It went in the four overtimes. Four overtimes. Have so you guys in North Carolina ain't pull it out? Of course they did. Yeah, fucking mm-hmm. ticket up. Yeah, me too. I actually, I wasn't too bad off on my college football tickets, um, but I just don't bet heavy on them because I'll be scared, and I don't be. I'm not like well versed, so I'll be scared. I'm like, yeah, but the, the couple tickets I did, it, it worked for me. I say, shit been too finicky. Have y'all been um, on college basketball yet, or, or are you waiting? I mean, we. I was on it. I mean, I needed North Carolina. That ticket would have hit for like six. Okay, okay, okay. The only one that uh that cost us. So, I mean, I'm a keep. What's up right with Gonzaga? They just not I good. Same dogs there. Yeah, yeah, they all got the same dogs there. The yeah. they, they they was ranked off a name, but yeah. Jalen Suggs and what's and uh the boy ain't walking through the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's his name? Chet. Um, Chet. Chet. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Timmy is 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 a bum. I'm just letting everybody know now. You know, when you got NBA talent around you, of course you're gonna be you're gonna get left open and be able to make all different type of shots. He ain't making them shots this year. Nope. Nope. That's what it is with them. When you don't got that lottery pick, shit look a whole lot different. Whole Wait, lot hold on, different. hold on, hold on. My man's just sent me a. Ah, uh, that's how his odds is boosted. He he got Jonathan Taylor scoring two touchdowns. All right, never mind. I'm sorry. I'm talking out loud. I was about to say, how the fuck this got so many odds? But okay. <laughs> them any times with them two touchdowns be skeezy. Yeah, he had Pickett 200 yards, Matt Ryan 200 yards, Najee Harris 50-plus rush yards, Michael Pittman 50-plus rush yards, and Jonathan Taylor two touchdowns. That shit seems hella doable. Yeah, dude. What's y'all thought? I know we, we might. Did we even talk about it? I can't even know if we talked about it. Uh, Pittsburgh? Yeah, but what's y'all thoughts on the game tonight? I, I mean, I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, I really do think it's going to be low scoring. And I I, 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 just, I just think the, the the Steelers are not good. I mean, they, they, they have enough talent to win the game tonight, of course. I just don't think they will because they, you know, they, they can't put two and two together. So, um, we'll, we'll see. I'm, we we definitely need them to lose, <laughs> but we'll see. For sure, um, I definitely I I do think it's going to be a close game. I if I if I was picking if I was a betting man I probably would pick. 
damn, this one of them turned fast. Because Pitts, I mean, both both teams can win the game. The the Colts have shown they play better under um, their new coach, and Pittsburgh has shown that they're going to play hard on the time regardless of who is in the game. So this is a tough one. I'm picking the Colts, but, you know, it's just a, it's a toss-up, man. Two bad teams on, on uh, primetime. Yeah. I just hope for a Steelers loss. Yeah, me too. I don't want, I don't want to go, you know. I want Sco to feel this. You know what I mean? I want to feel my pain, Sco. Join yeah. me. I want you coming here Friday <laughs> disappointed too, Sco. <laughs> feel this pain we feel, brother. It's oh, bullshit. God. But let's take let's go on to our last commercial break, nitty gritty. Brand activations? Business openings? Recently engaged during any life event that deserves a celebration? Start planning with Penn Jones events. Owner and principal planner Paige guarantees a fun and stress-free planning experience. Managing every event aspect, including budgets, timelines, vendor negotiations, event design, and more. Penn Jones Events is a full-service wedding and event planning company based in Maryland. We curate extraordinary events tailored to you. Let's start planning today. For a free 30-minute consultation, visit ppjevents.com. Fellas, good show, good show. Yes, sir. Good show, good show. Definitely. So as y'all know, we'll be back Friday. Everybody stay safe, be blessed. We out. No, no, no.